Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. The whole Freedom Wire crew is here, and we're going to talk about impeachment part two, electric boogaloo, not to be confused with the boogaloo boys, but uh, electric boogaloo of impeachment is just as bad the second time around as it was the first time around. And we're going to talk about that. We'll delve in. Um, before we do that, do us a favor. Please like this video, share this video, comment below. Do you think Trump should have been impeached? Yes, no, maybe, no way. Please let us know below. Also subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit that notifications bell. That way you'll know whenever a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, it's really easy to become one. All you've got to do is give us your email by clicking the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. We'll start sending you stories that are important to conservatives like you, like us, and you probably won't hear anywhere else because nobody is reporting conservative ideals like we are. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. That's not exactly true. But hey, we think we're the best. Um, so guys, it's happened. It's official. Impeachment number two. Um, I don't even know what to say. Uh, again, I think this entire thing is ridiculous. Um, and especially because Trump did not incite anything. Uh, <laughs> there is a 45 second clip from his speech that basically tells you that he did not. He asked people to peacefully and patriotically have their voices heard, not pro, not not riot, not break into the Capitol building. Uh, and there is information coming out now that this whole thing was pre-planned and he had nothing to do with it uh, that day. Well, That's so where we're at. So let's, yeah. let's delve in. Okay, so watching the impeachment having on the background yesterday as I was working, it was really, um, it's like, it doesn't even, oh, impeachment. Cause it's already happened. Like it doesn't even like, it's like, it's just like now they use it as a political weapon. So anytime they don't like the, you know, the president, what he does, they're just going to impeach people. So really the word impeachment used to be like, Oh, impeachment. That's really bad. And now it's just like, oh, the Democrats, this is what they do. They just impeach the president now. And like, it'll go, it won't even go to a trial. So who cares? Like it was, it was just like second, you know, before like back last year, that's all we would write about every day. It was like impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. And this time it's like, we wrote about it today, but it'll be gone out of the news cycle in another day or two. It's just, they've changed the game and what impeachment actually means. And by the way, it'll come back to bite them someday too. Since they, they just use it as a political weapon now. Oh, it's going to bite them. Not even someday. It'll bite them this month. Yeah. The Congress won't. Yeah. But she's not, he's not going to actually get impeached, but yeah, it's still so, funny. I, I like, but, yeah, I'm sure Grace or something will get into that. Yeah. It's funny. It's like the word impeachment has lost its power. Like the word racist and bigot have. It's been used so much for for the wrong reasons that it's it's like eh, okay, sure. We we truly are living in a cyclical political hell right now, where everything just eventually circles back around. Uh, how much you want to bet that by the time we roll around to early March, they'll discover a new COVID strain and shut everything down all over again? Because we're never going to escape the cycle of 2020 now that we're already in it. Um, and yeah, like Ryan was saying, impeachment now means absolutely nothing. It's just a word that gets thrown around to mean 
the opposition party didn't like what the president did. That, that's as much significance as, as it has. I, I think it's important to point out for our entire national history, we have had two presidents who were actually impeached with Johnson and Clinton. Nixon, of course, resigned before the impeachment stuff kicked off. So technically he escaped it. So that's for our entire national history, two impeachments. Then in the last 13 months, the Democrats have doubled the number of impeachments that we've had. And no one finds that even a little bit ridiculous. They're trying to impeach a guy in his last 10 days in office. And by many estimates, they're, they're not even gonna get it done before he's out of office. All they're doing is making a statement, but they've taken the process of removing the president from office and turned into just a way to express displeasure. And I think that's kind of ridiculous. It, it and honestly, on top of that, it's disgraceful. The fact that they've weaponized what should be a thing used to hold presidents accountable into now just, oh, if we don't like you and we can't get the vice president to declare you mentally incompetent, then we have to impeach you. There's, there's no logic behind it anymore. Yeah, I think the biggest difference between this time around and last time was last time, at least they tried to fabricate, like, it's not, obviously it's not a good thing, it's horrible that they try to do this, but they tried to fabricate a story to lie to Americans to make them believe. This time, they didn't try to say that Trump said something specific, or they didn't show any um, evidence to the American people where Trump incited violence, because they don't have it. Uh, they didn't even try to fabricate any evidence this time. They impeached him on false charges that would never stand. Um, he, he won't get removed from office, but the other difference I see is that people don't care and people don't know even know that Trump got impeached. Um, a couple of people that I'm close to that look into politics every day um, and they're very into, it's not like they're just passive politics readers, but very into politics and they had no idea Trump was impeached yesterday because nobody cares <laughs> and it's not gonna make a difference anyway because Biden's coming in and I think a lot of people can recognize that this is pretty much useless and just a political tool at this point. And it's the fact that it's right at the end that's a little kind of out of hand here because what are they expecting to, to do? Okay, they impeach him. What, do they remove him from office a day before he was supposed to step down? It's completely meaningless because he's not going into office. And as much as people might like to you know, hold that hope for Trump running in 2024, I don't think that at 78, he's gonna launch another campaign for president. But the purpose of impeaching him, really at the end of the day is making a statement and then also ensuring that he can never run again. And maybe, I'll, maybe I'm wrong with this, but my prediction is that you know, now that they've voted and it's passed, just like they did with the last impeachment, they're gonna find a way to like delay sending it on to the Senate for voting. And if they can do that for just a couple days, then all the new senators will be inaugurated or will be sworn in, will take office, and then suddenly we'll have a Dem-controlled Senate, which means it will pass. Because if they send this on to the Senate right now, Republicans still technically have a majority, and I don't know if it'll pass from that, You know, even though we did just see 10 Republicans vote in favor of impeaching him in the House, so stranger things have been known to happen. But they, they just want him out of office to say that he left because they made him. Right. If he, because the, their narrative is, oh, he'll invoke the military, he'll 
have all these sinister plans to just refuse to hand over power. So they want to be able to say, look at the historical record. We kicked him out of office because he wouldn't have left on his own, even though that's completely fake. Like that's, that's not going to happen, but they want to say they did it anyway. Go ahead, Grace. I was going to say they can't even continue impeachment after Trump is out of office. So Mitch McConnell said the earliest that the the, um, charge can get to him is by the 19th. And by that time, you have less than 24 hours to remove him from office. So it's just impossible for them to do. But they're going to do it anyway. And they're going to establish a historical precedent of you can impeach a president when he's not in office anymore, as long as he did something you didn't like while he was in office. And at that point, what's to stop us from retroactively impeaching every president who's ever done anything ever? Let's have an impeachment trial against Abraham Lincoln because of that time he suspended habeas corpus and arrested journalists during the Civil War. That was wrong. Well, I think we can all agree that was a violation of certain constitutional rights. Let's impeach Lincoln. The left already hates him anyway, so why not? We're just in completely in the realm of the absurd here. There's no logic. There's no actual standards. It's just, oh, if we don't like you, we're going to file impeachment against you. It doesn't matter how long you have left in office or whether you're even in office anymore. And I think Republicans might actually do it too. Because like uh, the guys mentioned earlier, Marjorie Taylor Greene, has already announced that on December, uh, January 21st, she will be filing impeachment charges against Joe Biden. No, no declaration of what they're about yet, but this is what happens when you reduce impeachment to be meaningless. Everybody's going to use it just if they don't like the guy. Yeah, it, it, it's the weaponization of, of the democratic process. This is this is what the left is 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 sowing and reaping and it's what we're going to have to reap going forward they're they're trying to weaponize the no-fly list think about this they're trying they are the 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 left is going is going so hard against the gop they're trying to put uh howley holly holly josh holly holly cruz and others simply for following their democratic process of doing what they were supposed to do that the that the left has done for three every for every time a GOP member has won the presidency why is that what is what they're doing different than what uh, what they've done for the last 20 years nothing nothing this is again we've talked about it before rules for the and not for the leading them to to weaponize many of the processes that we count on to keep our our American government running. And the thing with the no-fly lists is that just like any government list, there's a million ways on and essentially no way off. And just to show how ridiculous things have gotten, the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, said, yeah, we shouldn't put people on the no-fly list because historically it's been weaponized against black and brown people and expanding that would just make it worse. Now, I disagree with the premise, but I think if a group like the ACLU is saying that something is too radical, we need to stop and ask ourselves what the heck we're doing wrong, because that's a little ridiculous. This is a group that, you know, essentially stands for 
a lot of insane things anyway. And the fact that like, whoa, slow down there leftists, don't use the no-fly list like that. And it, it's been used like that before, but now they wanna make it so any person who stepped foot on Capitol Hill on January 6th is a domestic ter terrorist who should not be allowed to fly. Now I, I stand for those people being arrested and charged with all appropriate charges, but to declare anyone who was there a domestic terrorist, including the senators who were objecting to the election, that that's a little bit of an overreaction, overreaction, don't you think? Yeah. Well, as far as the the riots themselves, going back a little bit, I think it's it's not been talking a lot about because they're like, well, Trump incited a riot. One, he didn't. He didn't. We we've already hit on that. I don't need to read it. But two, is there is personal responsibility? Is that a thing anymore? I mean, because it was Trump didn't like force him at a gunpoint to go, even if he did say that, to go into the Capitol building and hijack. Like people, there's just like, there's just like all of a sudden speech becomes violence, whatever. But no, you still have a decision. Those people had a decision. They made the wrong decision by going in there and they should be punished. Like they don't, they shouldn't have to wait for somebody else to tell them to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, there's, there's just no personal responsibility anymore in this country. And it's, it's just dead. Because and I haven't heard enough people make that point. Even if Trump did say, "Well, you know what? Maybe she's going to hack the Capitol," they still made that decision themselves. Yeah, and the thing is, it was pre-planned. Well, that, yeah. When something, when something is pre-planned, how can you hold somebody else accountable for it? It makes zero sense, and this is why this impeach they this proves that this impeachment is nothing more than it's bullshit. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's 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 100% bullshit. It's nothing more than political posturing, because you can you if, if something is number one, it was pre-planned. Number two, he asked for peaceful protests, and these people chose to take a different path. That's on them. It's not on the president. He should not be being impeached for it, uh, much less being deemed uh, mentally incapacitated. And on the pre-planning note. I think it's important we discuss where it was pre-planned. This was not pre-planned in some secret chat room on 4chan. This was not planned out in the, in the free speech wilderness of Parler. People coordinated this on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Google has not banned Facebook and Twitter from their app store. Twitter has not censored themselves for facilitating all these, all this what they're calling a white nationalist uprising. Uh, Facebook has not released a statement. All of these places are still up. Parler was shut down for free speech because it was popular with Trump supporters. But the people who committed this violence planned it on mainstream social media sites. So, you know, like we talked about in the last episode, big tech's out of control. That's a, not a surprise to anyone. But the fact that they're willing to let that happen and then pretend like, oh, now we have to take a stand against violence and shut down the groups that, you know, plan it, their platforms helped. And yeah, the fact that there was intelligence that this was coming beforehand means that people knew about it and didn't do anything. And that's, I think, a question to dig into even as we try to arrest the people responsible for the actual destruction. Because if people knew, and chose not to do anything or actively work to facilitate it to try to make a point, that's a whole other problem in and of itself. 
Well, these are just surreal times. Just a general con. Did, did you see that there's going to be twenty? Was there twenty thousand National Guardsmen around the the Capitol? You see the footage of them sleeping on the Capitol Hill visitor, the Capitol Visitor Center floor. It's like what is going on? You know, it's funny. The older I get, the more I think about. Now we have these. I mean, look, look, like you, they're your guys. Well, not Brian so much, but you know. Grace and, and Connor, they're these these soldiers are your age. They don't, you know, a lot of them are not saying all of them, but a lot of them are your age. And it's like, you know, these kids are now being tasked with the with policing Americans, maybe like 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 now they're they're putting them in the position to to potentially shoot and kill Americans, which is a really heavy thing to lay on anybody but let alone somebody that their brain hasn't even fully developed yet it, it's insane actually because on a personal note i have a family member who is in the national guard who is not old enough to have a beer like the the government is fine to give him a gun and be like okay in the event of an emergency you might have to open fire on american citizens to protect national monuments and stuff but when you go back, your family members can't crack a cold one with you to celebrate your safe return. So yeah, it's kind of insane. And remember, th this was called for by all the people who just a month ago, two months ago, were peddling insane conspiracy theories about how Trump was going to invoke the military and have martial law in DC so that he wouldn't have to leave office. Well, now they're suddenly fine with troops sleeping on the floor of the Capitol building because they saw that, oh, the, there's a threat coming from right-wing people. We need the military to stop it. They're all for military and law enforcement when they think that it's Trump supporters who are causing the problem and not left-wing groups. I like how they put up a fence around the Capitol too. <laughs> all of a sudden, they, they're so hypocritical, it's ridiculous. Um, but I wanna say that you know, policemen take that risk of having to shoot Americans every day that they go out on the field, but I guess it's always different for military since they don't usually have to be faced with that. And especially in a political situation, I don't know if we've ever had a political situation that required military or policemen to be tasked with possibly shooting Americans. Um, but it, I mean, I don't think the age thing is such a difference from like what police officers do every day. No, that, that's very true. And also to show that we're in surreal times right now, there was there's just an announcement. There's a, there's a difference, though, Grace. Police officers are trained to serve and protect. Our military is trained basically to kill other enemies. No, they serve and protect too. That's the whole point. Of, like joining the National Guard. Yes, but they are soldiers first. There's a difference between a soldier and a peace and a peacekeeper. There's peacemakers and there's peacekeepers. Mm -hmm. uh, National Guard is, is just army. Like it's it's the same thing, same training, same all that. So they are soldiers first and foremost. Um, but yeah, they like I was saying, deployed throughout America, typically off more than they would to another country. Yeah. Um, but, but, but what I was saying, like that, we're in really weird and surreal times right now. There was just an announcement made that the National Mall on the day of the inauguration will be closed to the public. Um, Crazy. so yeah, nobody gets to go there on the day Biden is sworn in, 
and that's a little ridiculous, but what do they know? Like, is that because there were threats there or are they well, doing it to preempt the threats? There are, there are threats that, and, and not just DC, but takeovers of capitals in every, of every state. Mm-hmm. This is, this is something that, like you can't do nothing. Um, but you know, what we do know this is that there will be less pe- people at Biden's inauguration. You made me do it. Oh, they were at Trump's inauguration. <laughs> you won't need pictures to, sh- to prove that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's a blessing in disguise for them because I doubt they'd have any supporters come anyway. I mean, but <laughs> the thing is, they would have canceled it because of COVID. I mean, no matter what, this thing wasn't going to happen. So. Yeah. I am glad though that they're, I mean, I'm not glad that they have to that be put in that position, but I am glad that they're at least, you know, they got the, all the National Guardsmen, they're closing the, they're being preemptive, was what I'm saying, or pro, proactive, because they weren't on January 6th, so I, I guess there is some good good to that, because that would be a disaster if something bad happened to the, pre, you know, the new president or whatever, just not, I don't care, I don't like Joe Biden, but definitely that would be horrible, so I'm glad that that is, that is happening, and yeah, in the 50 states, that's just crazy. And by the way, are we are we all so naive to think that the liberals, like the Antifa people, aren't going to be out and about on like they're acting like it's just going to be right wing extremists? Come on, the, the Antifa and all these Black Lives Matter, all these people are looking forward to January twentieth as well. I'm I'm afraid that on the twentieth, regardless of how big or how violent demonstrations are. Republicans are suddenly going to become the people screaming at the sky because a guy they hate got sworn in as president. And I think January 6th was a good hint about that. You know, it might not be people crying in their safe spaces because they feel the president's a threat to them, but in their own way, I think Republicans, especially, you know, the most diehard Trump supporters, are capable of doing something like that. Might, might not be tears, might not be screaming at the air, but a, an equal emotional demonstration about it. I, I don't want the party, I don't want the people that vote like I do to be engaging in that. But after yeah, last yeah. week, who's to say where this is going to end up? Yeah, yeah, but there's a difference here, Connor. The, the, the thing is, is what happened last week what has nothing to do with Trump himself. It has everything to do with Americans feeling like their country is being stolen through fraud. Um, w- there's one thing to to protest out of out of outrage. It's another one. It's another thing to to protest and and do what the people did at the Capitol uh, when you feel like your choice has been taken from you. Um, as far as being, and you know, your country, you feel like your country's being stolen. You're going to stand up for it. Yeah, that, that's and true. People are doing. It's a lot different from screaming at the sky because the guy you wanted to win didn't win. It's it's this is no, this is us learning that we may or you know or may not have had this election stolen from us. And there are segments of our population that are so angry and, 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 and scared that that's the case, that they're willing to stand and, and do stupid things in order to, to get that election back. But for, for better or worse, Trump helped out with that. He, he called for people to do it peacefully, but 
much of the discussion of it being a stolen election came from him and his people because they were the only ones fighting that battle anyway. No one else was willing to talk about it. So, you know, he, his, his name was involved in it, but to, to, you know, bring this thing to a close, even though his name was involved, even though his name was on the hats of people doing the violence, he was not complicit in it. He did not incite a riot. He did not call for an insurrection. He's the president. Any insurrection against our government would have been an insurrection against him. It's just stupid to imply otherwise. So, yeah, impeachment two is just as dumb as impeachment one. And just like impeachment one, it is far from over and we're probably going to have to keep talking about this for a little while. I think it's, I think, here's the thing is, where impeachment one, I would we knew was dead in the water. I can't honestly say that about impeachment two because there are people that uh, there are people that just they're they're like like we have the ten GOP members that spoke out against or, or that voted for impeachment. We have people that are willing to save their own uh, skin in order to, to go against what could what is actually the truth. So I don't know about this one. But that being said, <laughs> let's uh, hopefully hopefully it works out better than and and than what we hope for or or yeah, better than what we hope for. Um, because this is just a ridiculous notion that this we're having to go through this again. Um, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you liked what you heard. If you did, please do us a favor and like the video, share the video, do all the stuff I asked you to in the beginning, become a member of Freedom Wire. That way you'll know all those stories that we're talking about and you'll know them first and you'll know them before everybody else because you'll be on the mailing list and you'll, you'll, you'll know what we're talking about when we're on here. Uh, guys, do you have anything you wanna wave goodbye to the people for or with? Say goodbye, wave goodbye. That's funny. It's hockey season. Red Wings start tonight. First game in 310 days, thanks to COVID and stupid policies and all that stuff. But please, NHL, I implore you, don't become like the other leagues and start preaching and, and kneeling for the flag. Otherwise, I I have nothing to do if you do that. I, what am I supposed to do in my life? The left room is everything fun. So please, just don't be like the NBA. Thank you. My public service announcement. There you go. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll say look up the list of the, the 10 Republican congressmen who voted for this impeachment. And if you live in their districts, maybe plan accordingly the next time an election rolls around. Just see where you stand on that. It was weird to see that yesterday. And I think that's a discussion that needs to be had among people in their, in their districts. Oh, and also don't forget to check the links in the description to everything we talked about today all sorts of articles, all on Freedom Wire, everything you could possibly want to know and more about today's subjects. And you just get to know more about us, which is always fun. Grace, you have anything? I don't have anything. So, okay, I'll, I'll add something. Don't fight fire with fire like Rep Green is doing right now. I don't think that's a good idea. I think it'll backfire. Fire plus fire just equals more fire. And we don't need fire right now. Yes. Uh, hey, why not? The world's burning. What's a little bit more fire? <laughs> that being said, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, 
I'm going to remind you the most important thing to do as an American is stay vigilant on your freedoms. And we'll see you next time. God bless you.